Howdy guys and welcome to episode 5 of So How Did I Get Here with me Sam Max. This week I'm joined by Scott Purcell, one half of the duo that started one of Australia's largest independent men's lifestyle sites, Man of Many. In the app we cover all things startup, Scott takes me from his early days, tech tinkering, back of house on MySpace and WinApp and things like that that go over my head, and how this led to his first business, the sexily named Productive Web Apps. Scott talks about the lessons learned from this venture and goes on to detail Man of Many's journey over the past six years, from what pushed him over the edge to take the leap and quit the safety of the 9 to 5, to the reality of starting up in the early days, working 20 hours from home from his room and spending nearly all the waking time in his day with his friend and co-founder, Frank Arthur, in order to get their business off the ground. It's a great app and I hope you take something away from it. So without further ado, I'll take you to Bondi Beach Radio Studio, where this was recorded. Good morning and welcome, or good evening, or good afternoon. It is a podcast. It is. So you can be listening to this wherever and whenever you feel like it. This is So How Did I Get Here with me, Sam Lax, and today I'm joined by the man, the myth, the legend, my old housemate and good friend, Scott Purcell. Good morning. Good morning, Scotty. And you're not just Scott Purcell, of course. You know, you're, you're handy on the golf course, I've heard, and it's you are. That's not true. Oh. Definitely not true. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. He's a big F45er. That's true. Recently, recently. Recently. He's, yeah. joined the, he's joined the clan, joined the cult. Joined the cult, exactly, yeah. yeah. And, of course, not last but not least, he is the co-founder and director of Man of Many. What's Man of Many, you ask? What would you? How would you sum it up, Scotty? Um, Man of Many is basically a men's lifestyle site uh, that we started about six years ago, mm. um, and it's now kind of grown into its own media company. Um, so one of Australia's largest independent men's lifestyle publishers. Yeah, yeah. So don't do yourself down, mate, Mister <laughs> Modest. Already, yeah, that's huge. Yeah. So, I met uh, so much to get into uh, in and around that, but we'll start with your life okay so where could I have found you at the age of 16 where would you have been 16 you were born and bred Sydney cider I am born and bred Sydney cider mm. um, when I was about three my family moved over to Japan oh wow okay well yeah, yeah. scrap 16 this is much more interesting <laughs> you and you included obviously yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Just I, like, I yeah, remember Scott. a little, little bit of it yeah, yeah. Um, and then I moved back to Sydney when I was about seven. Oh wow so you did a first in there then yeah yeah, yeah. is there yeah. such thing as uh, like Japanese citizenship do you get that for having lived there not really like or something I have a lot of like culture, I guess, ingrained in my head somewhere. Awesome. Like I used to speak the language and stuff when I was growing up, but wow. I've kind of forgotten it now. That's cool. Um, um, you say culture ingrained. Give me an example. Oh, just like when growing up, we had like Japanese paraphernalia all around our house and uh-huh. stuff like that. And like. And, uh, and is any of that, I suppose, obviously it's very young then, but uh, do you see any of that in your adult life now? Do you like, you've got a lovely house, but a lovely flat, you've yep. got a nice feng shui going on, <laughs> you know, you're very tidy a little and bit, clean. Do you maybe. reckon that's... Uh, they say it? like um, ceilings with different heights apparently is good feng shui. Oh, so I've okay. got that in my apartment going on, but that's I don't cool. know, not too much Japanese stuff sure. anymore. That's cool. And do you reckon, is it like riding a bike? Do you reckon if you did like a month intense language course, you'd be able to brush the cobwebs off or is it? I went gone? back when I was 18 yeah. on a skiing trip with my family. Yeah, and yeah. then, yeah, I was like, it came back really strangely. Like there were words coming out that I just didn't know 
existed out of my mouth. That's so, so cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah, that is so yeah. cool. I suppose when you're young, our brains are so plastic and like able. Yeah. You're like a sponge, aren't you? At that age, yeah. so that is the time to learn a language. It's one of those weird things where I think you can, I can understand a lot. I get the gist of things, but I can't. If someone asked me to say something, I couldn't say it. That's so, awesome, yeah. mate. That is yeah. awesome. Like yeah. as, as far as the language goes, like Spanish and etc. is hard, but not anywhere near as hard as learning Japanese to my mind at least so yeah. to have that is wicked that's cool so you did that four years later came back here yeah so I grew up in seven. the south of Sydney yeah. in Cogra, oh, yeah. uh, Cogra yeah. Bay for those that don't know it give it a little um I want to be able to taste this taste place. Come on, <laughs> describe Cogra Bay I guess it's very like suburban Sydney um, used to hang down at Cars Park a lot ride my like BMX mongoose bike around nice and just to clarify Cars Park is not a car park no, no, no. Cars Park's like a, it's like a, um, a park. <laughs> <laughs> Full of cars? Uh, people play sport in and okay, stuff. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Yeah. Sure. Um, a mongoose. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I could never afford a mongoose. I had a Grim Reaper. It was like a rip-off version. And it had a really big, uh, I, I'm going to, I cycle every day. I don't even know the name of it. A front cog? <laughs> what yeah, do you yeah, call yeah. it? Wheel. Uh, no, 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 no. Like where the chain goes. Anyway, like people are going to be cussing me out on this. But I would basically, it was so large that when you went to drop in on like a half pipe or something yeah. in the skate park, <laughs> that would just hit, hit the skate park and i just fall off because it was just too large so it learned i had to like really jump my back wheel in anyway mongoose great fun great yeah fun. yeah, it was good bit so, of a daredevil when you were younger well not really oh, a little bit like we used to go down to the cars park and um build some bmx tracks on like the dirt mounds and stuff oh that sick fun. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah any injuries when you were younger any broken bones to speak of broke i've broken both collarbones, oh, one shit. playing rugby and one doing a judo roll when I was in Japan. A judo roll? It's basically like a Ford roll, so. Uh, <laughs> it was, well, um, I was solo, you weren't during like a, a fight or anything? No, no, oh, I was just like oh, hanging no. with a mate, mucking around with friends and yeah. then um, mum didn't believe me and then she took me to the hospital and, they were like, and yeah. then in Japan, when I did it in rugby, they gave me like a sling and in Japan, they gave me like a half body cast. A half body like, cast? Yeah, it was huge. Oh my God. It was so bad, so, yeah. <laughs> but at least you were vindicated. You'd be like, look, mum, look at this. Yeah. It's always the most yeah. innocuous of ways as well. Like I've got a mug, uh, rugby mate. He's huge, like wall of muscle kind of guy and he um broke his shoulder in two places falling over playing ping pong so it's yeah, just yeah. like it's ridiculous isn't it yeah and you always come back you're like yeah i've done this yeah okay fair. <laughs> so you're doing that cogra cogra and then when i started high school mm. my parents moved uh to the north shore so they moved kind of near mossman to a Ooh, suburb called beauty very point nice. very nice indeed um yeah. And then... And what were you doing in high school? So for the English uh, man that is myself, like yeah. you... Do you have A-levels? What's the equivalent here? When we had go... HSC at the time. It might have changed. How many since. How many courses is that? Like how many subjects do you get to choose? I think you can do as many as you want, but usually people do around six or six, six or seven. Okay, okay. And yeah. what was taking your interest at this time in your life? Were you, are you a science man? Are you an arty guy? Sports It's a bit jock? of both, really. Like I had always like a pretty wide interest. Okay, okay. Like... Um, I topped art in high school. Oh, really? But I was very... What kind of art? So I used to be a really good drawer. Oh, That's sick. one thing, yeah. Nice, there you go. Yeah. So, um... Scotty the artiste. What were you? <laughs> you a landscape man? Nudes or Portraits, people? portraits. Portraits? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, I love drawing faces. Like, I don't know. That's cool. Um, yeah, I did a big portrait for my HSC. I wish I did one of my grandpa, because I think, like, 
old people have interesting of course <laughs> wrinkles and stories to yeah tell and stuff yeah yeah totally faces, so. totally and how does uh, again for someone that doesn't know like how does a portrait drawing work do you literally you know you see the people on streets in yeah, places yeah, like yeah. in you know Rome and whatnot doing caricatures but do can, you do you take a photo and then like replicate the photo or do you take elements of their personality and accentuate them through I don't know like the eyes or what, what do you do um I was probably very like realistic in my sure. drawings. Yeah, yeah. I try to be as realistic as possible. Yeah. So um I'd work from a photo, not from a uh someone sitting in front of me, I guess. Got you. So and did you take that photo or did they send you it or how did it work? Oh, it just depends on Whatever. what I was drawing at the time. Sure, like sure, I used sure. to draw like celebrities like Dave uh, okay. Grohl or bands and oh, stuff sick. that I liked. Nice, nice, nice. Things like that. And then um yeah, like I draw from a photo and kind of like enlarge it and look at like little details and stuff and make it as real as possible. So yeah, good on you, yeah. man. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So, um, you so were good yeah, at high school, art, yeah. high school, good at art. I was kind of pretty messy. Um, always like a little bit of a nerd growing up. Like mm -hmm. I loved computers. Oh um, really? Get yeah. into coding? Not part of the Bill Gates revolution? <laughs> Not so much coding. Like a little bit of just like mucking around with like customizing stuff if that makes sense so customizing like, stuff no <laughs> what does that mean like i'm like i'd always love like changing like you, do you remember like winamp or like icq or those things like growing up oh wow hardcore like I, stuff i must then, say i only ever knew we had yeah i pr presume it was that but yeah, yeah, we'd yeah. memorized this line of code because this was back in the day uh where you would have computer lessons right yeah yeah, and yeah. You'd, you'd go to the computer suite of your cl uh, school to have a lesson and each computer it was like uh b1 b2 b3 and they all had a label on the front and we memorized this code that the nerds had found out presumably what you're talking about being able to <laughs> customize stuff and then we'd copy and paste this code or like like hammer out you know like you'd remember cheat codes on a playstation yeah, 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 yeah. left right do up down square triangle and then you'd type in you'd have a look over the you make shoulder but uh, yeah b1 yeah yeah all right and then you could type in a message and choose how long it took for their computer to shut down yeah. <laughs> and then it'd be like boom 30 seconds go and then they'd be like oh for christ oh like arms going in the air looking around. who was that and you'd like and laughing your ass off yeah until the first year suspension came around and then that was the end of that game but, yeah. <laughs> so you were actually you knew what you were doing a little bit like yeah my first probably coding stuff was for like myspace i reckon oh wow yeah, yeah. so serious stuff it's like a <laughs> Go on, what, did, what did you do what did i you don't do? know just like you know how you could customize like the photos and the layout and like the music and all of that stuff okay oh, and you had to and do so, that back of house like yeah 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 back like... in the day you couldn't like wow you'd like Download themes and install stuff and tinker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Interesting. No, I, I, I must say I missed the MySpace train. I was just yeah. like, oh, there it goes. Oh, well, I can't be asked. Yeah. I got it was it. fun. It was good. It was like, yeah, it was a bit different to social media today. Yeah, I think it was more like a real... It's kind of similar to Instagram, I guess, in the sense that people reflect what they want out to the world. Sure. And so they put up what they want. It's not as much of a, it wasn't much of a like stalking platform as much. Interesting, because it was a go-to for for like, uh, was that, I want to say bands. Did bands use it? Yeah, a lot? bands yeah, use yeah, it yeah. a lot. And yeah, what yeah. what was it? Why what made it so good for bands? Like, because you could host music and stuff on there, so you uh, could have like playlists and things like that. Fine, yeah. fine, fine. So it's got to be one of the first things to do that. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, you're doing cool. that, nurturing art and science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I was pretty sporty, I guess. Like I was a big runner in high school. Oh yeah. Used to run a lot. What was your What um, was your distance? 
800 meters was Ooh. my distance but i was like was it, and you enjoyed doing that i always got roped into doing that oh school. i used to get it really nervous that. before totally before yeah. running yeah but yeah i was probably like the fastest i ever was like 15 and then it was kind of like oh yeah all yeah, downhill yeah. From yeah of there, course like, yeah yeah beer yeah, yeah, yeah. etc come on to yeah. the radar <laughs> what was your best time do you remember top of your head oh uh, i can't even remember what's a good time it was like Two, two yeah, minutes I think or like something? Was that a good time? Two or seven or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good effort. Yeah. I think, yeah. Oh, just Does that sound right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it sounds about right. I think mine was something like 2.14 or something. So, yeah, it sounds like you're a rapid man. Yeah, maybe that maybe I was too fast. No, 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 no. <laughs> that sounds very reasonable. Yeah. That's cool. And yeah. um, left field, what was the first decision you made that you can remember that was like a big fork in the road or like a butterfly effect decision? So big life-changing decision that you oh. made or was made for you it could have been made you know it could have been made by your parents or teachers or grades or something that's a bit of a tricky one mm. um knowingly or unknowingly like was it a deliberate choice or just a choice that kind of yeah either or happened oh that's a really tricky one i'm trying to think <laughs> like, listeners your, might be waiting for a while was it like your so you could have been Okay, yeah. so, yeah, it's jumping forward a little bit, yeah. but um, there was this blog post that I read once about how this guy made a million dollars online, right? Mm. Um, and I, it was super, super long. Like, the thing would have been, I don't know, taking you two hours to read. Sure. And I just inhaled this whole thing, and I was like, oh, you can make money online. And I kind of um, ingrained myself in that idea not necessarily to make money, but just to kind of explore that, what I was saying earlier, like tinkering and learning how to, something works. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, I decided to start like a really nerdy website called Productive Web Apps. Oh, wow. And That's so, a real hot press name. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Traffic just <laughs> flowing in. PWA, yeah. So I used to charge people 50 bucks to feature their like app. So it was like before, it's kind of before smartphone apps were a thing. Amazing. What, what year is like, this? Oh, it would have been like. Were you still at school? No. No, no, no. I was I was working by this stage yeah. at Westpac. Yeah. Um, so I built this website, uh, with the help of like a developer and stuff. I think I paid him like three thousand dollars to build this thing for me. Sure. And then, after he built it, like I went into the back end and kind of learnt tinkered it, like I was saying earlier, yeah, like yeah, learned yeah. how things worked and was like, oh, I can change the size of this by changing this code and like figured out how things kind of fit together. Mm. Um, and unknowingly that was kind of my first foray into like what became my career. So, which, yeah, I wasn't, there wasn't any grand plans for it. It was kind of like, I guess you hear this word like side hustle. Um, it was like a little hobby I had on the side of just running this website. And then, um, every, like I'd get random people sending me 50 bucks and I'd chuck them, (laughs) chuck their app up on the site. That's class. Um, Did you do much marketing for it or like, was it? How did people stumble across it because of its catchy name, or like how did I think how did these um, random people find you? Yeah, I learned a lot from doing that around how to market my current business. So like, I just hustled online in terms of like emailing a bunch of people, trying to put my website on a bunch of forums. Sure. A lot of like, I was like through like reading that blog post I became like I think everyone kind of goes through this phase where Mm. they become obsessed with like startups Mm. and everyone has to like learn like the startup 
phase of of like how to start a business and how to grow and how to make money online and, totally and, and this is something and like so, that's not taught at school isn't it well it, no. at least in england it wasn't and it's so yeah. all the basic stuff like your super and like paying a mortgage and learning basics of business like that should be a staple at school yeah I mean, what do you think this wasn't like Where the thing. Finding this, all this information. How are you? This website yourself? wasn't necessarily like a business. So like, sure. it was like a part-time hobby. And then, yeah. I think when I, I was like, I think I set it up as like a sole trading company or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't really yeah. know what I was doing. And yeah, then yeah. a lot of the things I've I'd learned through that were all through like trial and error. So sure, sure. Um, Give us yeah. an example. What do you mean? Oh, like um, instead of asking someone to change something on the website, I just kind of like tinker until I worked it out myself. So mm, mm. things would take like twice as long, but yeah. through that process, I'd kind of learn a lot. So Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it's that inherent curiosity that's carried over from school time. Yeah. Have yeah. A, have a look at yeah. that. Interesting. All right. To jump back quickly, this is, yeah, yeah, right. this is my interview style. Yeah. All that's over the all shop. right. That's all good. <laughs> what, um, who inspired you at school, whether it be like uh, a teacher, a colleague, or a colleague, a friend, or your parents, or whatever. Is there anything that really stuck with you? Uh, I looked up to a lot of like sports stars, rugby players when yeah, I was yeah. little. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it about them? That tick your box. Like the discipline, the fact that they're like high achieving, have mm. a goal in mind, mm. um, goal oriented. So pretty focused. Yeah, pretty that? focused. Where did you get that from? It's not everyone at that age. She's um. That you know, that focused or aware of focus. A lot of people, myself included, probably playing with the worms in the garden. Yeah, you know, at like twelve. Like I don't think it was like I wasn't at you, the time looking up to them, thinking those things. It was more like I loved rugby and sport. Sure, sure, sure. But, but like looking back, yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. The interlacing kind um, of theme. Yeah. People I looked up to. <sighs> yeah, but a good. T- I had. I was very lucky to have like really good teachers growing up and things like that. That's cool. Um, our school was really great. Like I think they fostered a lot of different interests for a lot of different kids. Like we had mm. a lot of a pretty wide variety of um, things guys were into at school. So mm. if it was music or sport or um, or arts or maths or academics and things like that, they really like encouraged you to pursue those sorts of things. So yeah, sick. That's um, cool. I think that was pretty lucky for me. Um, oh, to totally, because so often that. you have, like, the one-size-fits-all or yeah. inevitably doesn't fit all yeah. for schooling approach just because of necessity, and then like, a lot of people fall through the cracks because yeah. they yeah, don't find something that interests them, so that's good. I think as well, like, family was a big thing. Like, um, yeah. always looked up to my mum and dad. Um, yeah, that's cool. What do your parents do? There. So dad worked um, for a, a bank running their kind of like, it was in the early stages of like corporate social responsibility stuff. Oh, cool. Um, So he did their like, uh, it was kind of a weird job. It's like turned into three jobs now. Wow. But he ran the stakeholder communications and um, basically like managing the reputation of the bank for shareholders and investors and things. And Mm -hmm. then also helped run the like um, CSR stuff, which is like corporate social responsibility fine and yeah. what what comes under the umbrella of of that csr um everything from goodwill stuff yeah goodwill events, goodwill stuff charity um westpac lifesavers uh oh nice so yeah, fairly yeah, like stuff. yeah nice yeah quite fulfilling role within yeah yeah like it was something like he really um pioneered i guess at the bank which is really cool yeah totally um, and he was at westpac as well 
Yeah, yeah, he was at West Park. He wasn't working there when I worked there, thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is that... <laughs> it was a completely different place to where I worked in the bank, so... Interesting. So, yeah. all right, so let's skip forward. You're just finishing high school yep. with what What under your belt? Uh, yeah, finish, finish. basically you get like a score out of um, your HSC. Sure. And then that score qualifies you to apply to different uni courses and stuff. So, Interesting. And here... Um, Again, for people listening in the UK, like you just go to your nearest uni, is that right? No, no, no. You oh, can you go do, to any uni, but you, I think. But the general uh, gist is. You have to get a certain like score to get into a diff- different course. But you're from Sydney um, and you went to a Sydney uni. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. sisters went to Sydney uni, so I kind of like. Fine, fine. Always fine, fine. really wanted to go there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but in the UK, like you, it's kind of almost unspoken that you go as far from home as as you can kind of thing not not necessarily escaping it but it's just kind of it's irony because the country is so small but you never go to your home university kind of thing it's just a cultural thing yeah, I, I suppose. people probably want to get away from home or something. yeah totally yeah it's yeah. time to step out you know live away from home for the first time blah blah yeah. blah but yeah who knows so you wanted to go there as well because your sisters had been there yeah and they had a really good time at uni and always like so they were part of the ski club and stuff there, yeah, so like yeah, I always yeah. wanted to kind of do that as well. Yeah, ski club's always um, a, a class, yeah, it was good class old time. That's great. So yeah, I went there and studied commerce, um, loved uni. Yeah. Like, do you met, live at home for uni here or do you are you living out? Where where do you live when you're Yeah, I lived at home. Like yeah. most I'd say most people live at home. There's a few people who live on campus at college. Sure, sure, sure. Like a lot of them tend to be um foreign students. No, oh, not necessarily French students, like country country people. Like oh, the fine, big, that would be miles I, away. Yeah, like I think they have can't private commute. colleges and stuff. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas but if you're, like, close, it makes sense, doesn't it? Because you'll save so much money for accommodation and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Saved money and then um, got my first job, like, proper job, I guess, which was working at the Capitol Theatre as a bartender. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was an awesome job. Cause, yeah? Um, you worked like pre-show before. I think I was working for Lion King, Billy Elliot, so and good. there's a few others in between. Sure. But you'd work pre-show and then you'd have like an hour to just chill out and do nothing. That's but you'd still get paid for that time. That's awesome. And you'd work the interval and then you're done. That's so awesome. you got paid for like four hours of work, but only worked about an hour. Yeah, so. classic. Yeah, My first, well, not my first, but my... F- semi-first job was a cleaner at my own school so not quite as glamorous <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you would yeah same deal like it was a two-hour shift every night and then i'd just like hang around chewing the fat with my mates for half an hour then do like half an hour of cleaning and then do an hour of homework <laughs> so yeah. same kind of deal but yeah that sounds a lot better going to the lion king <laughs> yeah it was good it was good in center and yeah yeah town. it's just near haymarket yeah yes that's a beautiful building as well yeah it's cool yeah i went it's there cool. for sydney film festival like amazing um like chandelier when you walk yeah, in yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. That's yeah. cool. Really it's meant cool. to be haunted as well. Oh, really? Yeah. How come? Uh, they used to have a seal pit, which is like a... Um, a seal, like the animals? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like it's like a pool that people used to dive in and stuff. And what? apparently two girls drowned there back in the day. What? And then they... <laughs> and there's another... I forget the name of the ghost. There's another one that hangs upstairs in the upstairs um girls bathroom i love that you and say that so matter of factly oh i can't remember his name but there's definitely another ghost upstairs yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's all these like stories of people who've worked there like security guards who've quit 
Yeah. Um, from stuff they've seen, like just walked out and been like, I'm never coming back here. Oh, behave. No, seriously. <laughs> check it, check it out on that. Yeah. That's jokes. A yeah. seal pit. Is that like something you'd go to? Like they have it. It's like kind of like a circus. It's like a circus thing. Interesting. And they had like animals and stuff back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And I presume you got you got told all this when you were being indoctrinated in like yeah, the hazing much. at yeah, Capitol yeah, exactly. Theatre. You have to spend a night in the loos on your yeah. own. If yeah, you don't exactly. go crazy, then you get the job. That kind of thing. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it was cool. I had like a really good time there. Um, and this was during uni. Yeah, during uni. Yeah. yeah. So mostly like at night time or something on the weekends and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was yeah. cool. They had like the opening night of Billy Elliot. Um, I was actually pre-show the night before. So I have like previews leading up to like the main show. You can get cheaper tickets and stuff. Sure. And um, You bump into any of the stars? Yeah. So I was about to start uh, the interval. Yeah. And then we got a call on like the phone in the bar and my manager was like, quickly get up to the office like, yeah. right now. I was like, what's going on? This is weird. Yeah. So yeah. she's like, come to the office. So I ran out the back and then went to the staff lift and then the lift opens up and there standing in the lift with his posse was um elton john no way yeah yeah, yeah. so i was That's like sick and he's like hello and i was like hi and then i realized um like why she was getting me to go up to the office yeah and um he was there in secret the night before the opening so Ooh. um to see the different acts and stuff so yeah i ran up to the office and then they had this huge like spread of champagne and wow. big platter of food and stuff yeah, laid out for him and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and then um yeah i got to stand in this tiny room with him and his partner and there was an australian artist i forget what her name was sure but you're like yeah it was a tiny room and just got listen to listen to him talk for ages and then wow yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. He's a very normal guy. Like yeah, of he course. wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I expected him to be like super camp. Yeah, interesting. His, his partner was. Yeah, he's pretty like flamboyant and like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, really energetic. But the cool thing was, Elton was like, he was obviously like a craftsman. Like he was talking about the acts and who he wanted to meet afterwards and who he thought was good and what interesting like differences there was between this show and the UK one. Like he actually. Oh, wow. So he's really critiquing it. Yeah. yeah like he actually it, yeah. like really cared about totally, the yeah. show and stuff, which was cool. That was like, really yeah. cool. Nice. Yeah. Elton John. Epic. Seen Rocket Man? Enjoy that? I haven't seen it. Oh. No, I haven't seen it. But um, yeah, it was a fun job. There was like lots of random things where you'd get to meet um random people or stars coming through i guess yeah yeah a lot of b-grade and c-grade yeah, celebs. Yeah. wouldn't want it any other way love yeah, it exactly love yeah it. that's cool yeah Elton john you get you get to have a word with him or not really Probably no not really. i great. like literally stood in the room i was like the dude serving the drinks yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then um, play the gray man just on the wall kind i of didn't thing. want to like yeah, yeah exactly. exactly elton while you're here mate <laughs> <laughs> oh pour myself a glass thanks yeah, for asking yeah, exactly, cheers yeah. <laughs> it was weird though like everyone a bunch of the girls in the office were like crying from shock. Really? And like, I don't think I had time to realize because I just jumped in the lift and I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. hey, mate. Crying from shock. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so shocked. <laughs> That's amazing. So you're doing that during university. Yeah, doing that during uni. commerce. What the hell is commerce? For those uh, it's know, basically like uh, finance, yeah. business 101. So it's got like a different, a few different um what did you call them majors sure 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 um so it'd be like marketing or yeah. accounting or international studies or okay um, so this was giving you the tools to set up your own business not necessarily set up your own business i think they have entrepreneurship now as a major but okay. um so you didn't do that didn't do that it was it's more so like working within a business so whether it's like accounting or finance or okay um 
law and a lot of people do like commerce law and things like that as sure. a combination. Interesting. Yeah. And did you enjoy it? Yeah, I loved it. It was yeah. good. Like I was always pretty mathsy, so um, loved the accounting and finance stuff. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, it was good. And then you came to the end of that and that enjoyment of finance and the mathsy stuff led you to Westpac? Is that how it worked? Yeah, so I was... Um, I went on exchange, actually, in mm. my last year of uni to, to North Carolina. Oh, sick. To Charlotte. Wow. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah? Um, and while I was over there, it was kind of the time of the year to apply for the grad programs. And sure. So, so you, what, missed that boat? Well, yeah, I, I kind of missed the boat because I was overseas. So I had to apply and then explain, like, I'm overseas. Can oh, we do, like, a yeah. video interview or something over, like, Skype or, like... And none of them having it or... Oh, some of them did, but then you'd get these random calls because the time difference I'd get these calls like 4am oh. and these people would be like hello I'm calling you like about an interview and I'd be like hello like hello. <laughs> <laughs> like waking up and then they'd be like oh sorry wrong number oh so no like, oh, yeah. and then they'd hang up yeah or oh, like God. there's a lot of things like I didn't get calls calls back and then yeah um, of course you're not exactly going to be at your sharpest at 4 yeah yeah like there's a few like I did a few interviews and so went into like a video conferencing place and sure. I didn't have a suit with me overseas so I had to like borrow a jacket and so I had the oh do old, the old like, boxes on the bottom yeah, half yeah boxes on the bottom half yeah. and then like a suit on top <laughs> brilliant I love that yeah didn't have a tie like I was like yeah I was pretty clueless back then yeah yeah, um, yeah. but it was good yeah I had to like present and do like a normal interview over video conference and stuff and yeah. so yeah got offered a job at Westpac oh, nice. um, on the grad program and then started that when I oh, I had six months of uni and then started that when I got back sure yeah. thing and then yeah. Yeah, you were there doing what for how long? So my job was like a credit analyst and that was basically analyzing to see uh, if companies can pay Westpac back. So like... Okay, so you're a debt collector, the modern day... Not quite. Like, knuckles, like Sending horse heads out in the post, that kind of... Like. We're risk rating companies. So like giving sure. them a... Triple A, a ratings. Rate. I've heard all about yeah, those yeah, triple yeah, A yeah. ratings. So there's external ratings and then APRA, which is like the... Australian regulator for banks yeah. requires all the banks to do their own like credit assessment okay. um, for big companies and sure. so that was kind of my job to like write these papers about interesting Woolies or um, West Farmers and things like that yeah yeah any but, any fudging of the numbers obviously we've all seen the big short <laughs> any of this kind of vibe going on in Australia not really it was pretty Heading unsexy it was like our, our area of the bank was pretty unsexy in the sense that um yeah, I There's couldn't no, fudge any yeah. numbers or anything like that, but no, it was kind of cool. Like you learned a lot because you'd get really cool exposure to like CFOs at big companies. Mm. Like I was pretty junior and go out to these meetings and just listen in to what they talk about. And yeah, um, yeah. yeah I learned a lot from that because you had to analyze companies. I learned a lot about things like cash flow and and how um, companies make money in different industries and mm. drivers of different things. Mm. So. Um, I took a lot of learnings out of that. It was a really, really good place to start my career, I guess. Yeah, totally. Um, Were there any people that stood out as like, I want to be like them or I don't want to be like them kind of people? Uh, definitely a few that I don't want to be like. Yeah, yeah. Um, Talking about, you don't have to incriminate them exactly, but like what what elements were you like, nah, that's not for me? Um, oh, I was more just like... like like everyone comes across them in their life, like bullies or oh, really? um, managers, matches, especially in yeah, 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 yeah. Like sure, I was doing um, I did while I was there, I did like my CFA exam, mm. and um, I remember telling this guy, I was like, I'm gonna do my CFA, and he's like, 
oh, like, most people don't pass that. Like, you shouldn't even bother. Oh, wow. Like, so just applying like, yeah, mental like, limitations to you kind of thing. Yeah, those, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and then you had other people who were, like, super encouraging and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah there's definitely people who... I still catch up with one of my old bosses. That's He's cool. like still really encouraging, awesome, awesome guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the mental of kind of thing then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, I still catch up with him every few months. And yeah, cool. Um, I had a cool thing was, so yeah, Dad worked on this charity, and there was like a really, I guess, senior guy in the bank and he was on the charity as well and he's like oh my son works at westpac and he's like oh let me know and i'll take him out for coffee oh sick. so that was really cool yeah i was um, gonna say yeah did you ever encounter your dad's legacy kind of thing if he was the, the he creator was, of this oh, no, i worked in like a completely different area to him mm. and i never wanted to be someone who was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah you don't want to be in that sh in the shadow kind oh, of thing yeah like yeah. dropping my dad's name yeah yeah it yeah, wasn't yeah. really <laughs> my style like yeah i think i'd be a bit more embarrassed and not yeah, want to hide right. away about it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that I'm like embarrassed. No, no, him. but you, you want to cut like, your own, don't you? you don't yeah, 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 like yeah. You've just like been like handed this job or whatever. Yeah. You've got it because of your yeah. Um. So yeah, like it was really cool. Um, and I had had some really good mentors at Westpac for sure. Nice. And like I think back to that like tinkering thing that I always had growing up in mm. terms of like trying to find better ways to do stuff or like there's a lot of like processes at Westpac where I'd look to like kind of improve them or um, interesting yeah I suppose like build. in any big business you're there's always going to be inefficiencies and you yeah yeah you yeah sort like them out. yeah so like an example might be we used to have to like manually type out a company's financial statements and took like you know a few hours to mm. like type out a bunch of numbers and it was prone to error and stuff and so sure. we got this new tool where you could like automatically generate the financials by just typing in the company ticker uh, and yeah. so like yeah built a lot of stuff with that which was cool that is cool yeah so it saved really a cool. lot of time and nice and were you rewarded by that were the people like encouraged because some people like the old guard are like oh god you know it's been done yeah i had one <laughs> you'll have pushback from i had that, one relics. one manager say to me um oh you don't get rewarded for building a spreadsheet and i was just like yeah to me that was a little bit frustrating because like it saved so much time and I was really proud of like, yeah. you know, help. Like I wanted to help people and make things like better. Like mm. I, I wasn't wanting praise, but I was like wanting them to get an understanding of like, like this is saved. Mm. Not mm. just like me, mm. but everyone across the bank, like hours yeah, of work. Hugely. Like yeah, you yeah, could yeah. easily like Quantify crunch the that. numbers, pardon the bun, and be like, this is earned this much money for us in terms yeah, of yeah, saved, yeah. Yeah, saved yeah. time. And they were so just, yeah, that was yeah. like definitely, um, yeah, I was really lucky. Like a lot of, uh, I was like nominated for a, an award at work for that, which was really cool. But then awesome. my like some of my direct managers was just like, oh yeah, like you don't get rewarded for building. So it was, it's a bit yeah. of a bizarre one. I was kind of like explains part of the reason why I left because I was a bit um, like frustrated, I guess, in in terms of. You like, felt like there was a ceiling for what you could achieve there, kind of thing. Oh, a little, a little bit. I think it was a. A combination of timing as well. They went through like a huge redundancy mm. um, and they're getting rid of a bunch of people and they weren't going to get rid of me because I was too cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Um, like, but could you go voluntary kind of thing with like a... Well, that's kind of like... Um, no, you couldn't go voluntary redundancy. Ah, uh, fine. Um, but because of all of that going on, there wasn't much like 
progress in the way of like career development. A lot sure. of people were like nervous about losing their job. So no one was really kind of moving Just or, keeping or progressing, keeping their head down. Not much. Yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of, so I that, finished my CFA and yeah. then I was kind of like, oh, to be honest, I was a bit apprehensive and like waiting for things to happen and just thought like, uh, you know, things will happen for me yeah. without actually going after it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. and then my parents, like I would always complain to them about work and be like, oh, you know, like I'm not really, I'm not challenging myself and I'm a bit getting a bit bored and I want to do things, but nothing's really happening. And, mm. um, they were actually the ones who were like, uh, oh, you should, quit your job and pursue this side business. Interesting. So, and this side business at the time... Was man of many. So, mm, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Like, so, I've... No, no, this is good. This is good. So, firstly, yeah. you have a co-director and co-founder. Yeah, yeah. Frank Arthur. Yeah. Tell me about the first time you met him. So, yeah, when I started in the grad program, uh, one of my best mates, Andrew, or I call him AJ. Yeah. Um, he lived in a house with Frankie and Paulie and his brother as well. Uh-huh. Um, and so through that, I became really good friends with those guys. Um, and they got kicked out of their house. Oh, yeah? Um, For any particular no, reason? No, no, no bad reason. I think they were just selling it. So okay. they got kicked out um, and needed a new guy to move in with them. So Oh, oh yeah. Scotty got the call up. Yeah, got the call up. Nice. It was first time living out of home. Yeah, right. I think I was 22. Wow, we. Mum was pretty upset because I was the last kid to leave. Oh, emptiness, um, yeah. And yeah, so that was really good. We all moved out to this house, which what? was called The Clinic. The because Clinic. The nickname The Clinic. Yeah, it was actually a clinic. Like, it was an old doctor's studio. Oh, wow. So they had like, um, it, it looks like a shop. So the front of the house was like one-way glass and we still had the reception desk in there. <laughs> and then like the consultation rooms were our bedrooms. <laughs> so we all had like... <laughs> bookshelves and stuff in there yeah, it was like, like a little massage table in the middle not quite but yeah it was um it was a fun house it was very like old and quirky and it was in a funny area so yeah, the best yeah. thing was the one-way glass because you'd see people walk past and like check themselves out and you'd bang on the glass and embarrass them and stuff <laughs> so it was cool um so yeah lived there everyone in that house it was like a f- typical fun party house in yeah, the early yeah. 20s and then um and was Frank doing, well, like, were you all doing similar jobs? Obviously, you and AJ were on the same grad program. What yeah, yes. Uh, another guy worked as a radiographer. Frankie worked as an industrial designer. So he was doing, like, um, you know, like, uh, beer taps? Like I do know beer yeah, taps. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he would design, like, the handles for them for beer companies. Really? Which is pretty cool, yeah, yeah. Wow. And then he got another job um, designing outdoor furniture. So, like, a lot of, like... Chaise lounge. Yeah, lounges and infrastructure and like um, telegraph poles and things like that. Yeah, Outdoor furniture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a huge... Oh, yeah, just a quick telephone pole, please, mate. You pop that in the garden. (laughs) (laughs) How can I sit on that? (laughs) That's not exactly furniture, surely. Well, like outdoor, yeah. Infrastructure, like bus shelters, things like that. Oh, wow. There you go. Wide ranging then. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So you're living together, having a wild old time. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, so I had this... Business productive web apps that was yeah. just kind of like, I w- yeah, if, if I can call it a business, it was more of just like a website. Oh, mate, you were getting $50. And then, <laughs> you know, I, I definitely call that a business. <laughs> Otherwise, then, you're in trouble. Um, and then everyone kind of got girlfriends except for me and Frankie. So we moved out together. Nice. Um, to another house. Wasn't too far away down the road with another mate. And then 
we like I always as I said not really closet nerd like I'm pretty open about it yeah but like love the internet so I'd be like always searching for um things to find online and like design and the latest and greatest and read all these tech blogs like I was really into like life hacker um yeah, and gizmodo and yeah, read gizmodo. those things like religiously yeah, okay. um and i guess through that discovered this website called uncrate which is like a u.s based blog that wrote about a bunch of gear and gadgets and things like that mm-hmm. um and frankie and i kind of started emailing each other like cool things we'd find because he was really into like design and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a pretty cool kind of guy and mm-hmm. so we'd email each other just like new products we saw or things we wanted to buy online and like um yeah out of that we were like we should you know instead of just emailing this to each other put this up on a website oh wow like like, start yeah yeah and so we kind of there was a bunch of like similar sort of u.s blogs at the time but there wasn't anything in australia that we found was similar in that sense that Mm. kind of explored gear and gadgets and things guys were into Mm. um I guess at the time there was like a bunch of magazines like GQ and things that wrote about fashion, but nothing that kind of dove into the interest of, of ours. Um, and so, yeah, cause I knew how to build a there website go, from productive tinkering, web apps. Tinkering comes again. Yeah. Frankie was like, yeah, we should do it. And he came up with the name man of many, like we were like brainstorming mm. and we we're like, I was like, yeah, that's, I, was, I was like, surely that, domain name is taken he's like no it's like free and i was like cool yeah and then i think it took me like three months to actually build the website wow um and like learn how to code it and design it and do it all yeah yeah yeah. this this is pre-squarespace and and yeah yeah pre-squarespace and so So it was on wordpress and we um i don't know how technical you want me to get (laughs) but like yeah it was on yeah it was on wordpress and then like i found a theme and yeah again I'd tinker with it and yeah, make it yeah, my, yeah. our own and kind of like yeah. learn how to customize it and do all of that. That's and awesome. Frankie did the did the logo. Yeah. Um, you can still go look at the old website. If you go to um, Wayback Machine online, you can go look at like the old versions of it and stuff and That's how cool. it's kind of changed over time. Yeah, nice. It's yeah, quite yeah. cool. I liked the old the old designs. Sure, sure. Um, well, it's cool to see the evolution because I suppose the evolution of the website is obviously reflective of the evolution of the business, right? Yeah, so, massively. And all the different features you add yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So this was all being made whilst you were both at your full-time jobs? Yeah. 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 So we what were you just like, did you have any time to do anything else? You know, it sounds like you're at work during the day and then you'd come home and do yeah. that. Or, or did you start doing it at work, that kind of thing? So uh, I do it at home, but sure. um, like... We, we set pretty lofty goals. Like we weren't... Did you give yourself time limits? How did you like... Because so many... Well, everyone has ideas, right? And yeah, Especially yeah, yeah, with yeah. your mates, you're always chewing the fat over a beer and you're like, oh, that'd be cool, that'd be cool. I'm guilty of this as well. And then if you don't have like a clear goal or timeline or something, 99% of it just goes to... That was a yeah. a good beer chat, you know? I so think... How did you actually make it happen? We're pretty disciplined. So like this is one thing when anyone asks me... Or how do I start like sure. a blog or a website? For me, like the biggest thing is consistency. Mm-hmm. So mm. it doesn't have to be every day or twice a day or anything like that that you write an article. It could mm. be once a week or it even could be like once a month or once a quarter. Mm. But I think as long as you have some form of consistency in mind when you start and stick to that, mm. um, that's what keeps it going rather than just like, 
I'll do something this day and then maybe, you know, yeah. two months time passes because I think if someone comes to your website, they want to know when they can come back for something new mm. or, um, mm. and it builds like, I guess, um, sense of regularity. Yeah, exactly. It's continuity. So yeah, Frank and I are kind Not of only running. for you, but for, like you say, for, for yeah. customers or people that come and have a look at your gear. Yeah. Yeah. So when we started, we aimed for doing, aimed to do one article per day wow bloody hell alongside your normal yeah jobs. but when you say that like the because we copied a lot of the like initial concept and design from like uncrate they used to write these like short 50 to 100 word descriptions of products so okay i think okay. the first thing we featured on the site was like windows 10 or something. oh, oh yeah, it was like press. Big, yeah big back in the day yeah 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 um and then like a bunch of cars and and a lot of techie kind of stuff sure um, and do you go quite in depth, you know, because obviously... No, it was really short descriptions. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was literally like a photo description of what it is and then like a link to click to where to buy it. Oh, um, okay. And then, is this in the the early days, like before, you know, obviously you have click-through links where people get commission off Amazon sales, stuff like that. Yeah, it was none was of... It, this was just literally a referral link, like just a link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It wasn't like... Yeah, as I... With Frankie... Um, I, I know it may not seem like it now, but we didn't have any huge plans for the website. Like we yeah. weren't thinking that it would become our full-time jobs. We weren't thinking we'd make any money out of it. Like it was more just like an avenue for us to explore kind of like our interests. Mm. So mm. I loved finding stuff online and discovering things and um, curating uh, lists. And so it was a way for me to kind of get that out of my system and for Frankie he loved design and so we love sharing that sort of stuff um and I think like yeah we may have hoped for like a few freebies in the beginning but yeah it was something we kind of really definitely fell into and I think if we had any grand plans to make a bunch of money or um uh like for it to become a business straight away I think we would have quit a long long time ago yeah (laughs) interesting yeah that's it's because it's it was six years ago now, um, and I think if it, we didn't have that like actual passion for the business, then like we would have just given up because definitely didn't make any money in the first three years, and that wasn't the goal. But um, it was that the kind of passion that kept us going, and then yeah, uh, yeah, the, the old cliche, isn't it? Do what you love, and the money will follow, kind of thing. Yeah, a little. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, um, that's cool. And yeah, so I've heard. I I'm a big fan of like listen reading adventurers. Bi- uh, like biographies and stuff like that and they're always yeah. like oh and then I got frostbite and lost my arm and I carried on blah 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 but like so many of them Bear Grylls comes to mind he's like if I'd known the enormity of the task when I sat out set out there's no way I would have set out you know yeah 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 and it's kind of ignorance is bliss to a certain degree because you just take little step little step little step little step and then like you say six years later yeah you look back and you've got you know you've gone over the himalayas in terms of what work you've done so yeah yeah yeah. it's crazy sounds, like, sounds like similar to you yeah i think yeah back to that consistency just like um chipping away at it and like mm. we're pretty disciplined like when we got home from work like i'd really love working on this thing on the side and so well totally you still I'd do stay that up now till... yeah when i live with you you were <laughs> yeah when we when i'd get back from work we'd chill in watch tv or something old uh, scott would have away. his uh external mouse to his laptop on a little cushion next to him on the sofa <laughs> and be doing his emails and stuff yeah yeah it was um but you sorry you were, you'd stay up late 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 yeah oh uh, like not late but i'd i'd usually work from like you know have dinner watch tv yeah 
and do work from like 9.30 till 12.30 in the morning and like yeah. rock up back to West Westpac and like everyone's like, you look really tired. Jeez, yeah. Like, you <laughs> but it was that. cool. Like I think it was like really, um, it was a really cool hobby to mm. have and then something I really enjoyed. So on the weekends I'd spend a lot of time as well, like working on the site and, yeah. and enjoying that time and then, you know, obviously like doing normal stuff like going hanging with mates and stuff. Sure, but, sure, sure. Um, the challenging thing for me was when when it became a full time job. Yeah. Like I didn't have that hobby anymore, so I was a bit like unsure of what to do with my time. Oh <laughs> really? Oh what? Yeah. So you had more free time? Oh no, not so much. But like I when, was it, say, when it's your when people have startups, then it's like that's their world, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you always have to have your have balance, right? Some so sort like, of release, some yeah, pressure release. Like, yeah. Man of Many was kind of like my release from Westpac. Release from Westpac, and then sure. it became my full time job. Um, and so I kind of like I was like, oh, in my spare time, I usually work on this. And so I needed to like it's yeah get some balance totally. back in my life. Yeah. yeah. And how do you do that? Because that was a a thing for freelancers and entrepreneurs alike. Entrepreneurs probably more so. It's you no longer have the cut and dry of the nine to five Monday to Friday. You know, which works for some people, not for yeah. others. But at least it's clear cut. You know, you're like, boom, I'm at work. I'm not at work. This yeah. is my time. Um, but when you're a freelance and entrepreneur, of course, there's a gray area. There's no such thing, is there, right? I think, yeah, probably across all businesses now because of smartphones and stuff. No, so I true, really yeah. switches off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, How did you do that for yourself? What boundaries did you give yourself? I'm really, like, I'm really bad. I First thing I do when I wake up is check emails. Really? Oh, my God. I'm Lord. really bad. Oh, God. Yeah, I've, I've like, tried to set boundaries and so I, I i love it like on the bus i love just like clearing out the inbox like i'm sure. a big like zero inbox kind of guy yeah i'm the same um, i'm the same not my girlfriend yeah, thousands of oh, unreads that oh, gives me mate. like anxiety totally totally um so yeah no i've i've set boundaries by like running and trying to do that i've never been like a good great exerciser i sure. guess um but until lately, F45 has been really good because you can just yeah. rock up and they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, bite-sized, isn't it? You can get out of the office and do that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The office where you have a swimming pool. Have you got in it yet? No, it's too cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. yeah we will in summer. We will in summer. Yeah, that'd be um, nice. Do a few, a few laps. Yeah, so like I think um, finding that balance for me was a little, little bit tricky at mm. first. But yeah, you soon learn pretty quickly to relax and enjoy working for yourself and yeah um it's not that hard yeah <laughs> it's yeah. a first world problem going into business with one of your best mates i mean it's not yeah too bad, yeah is yeah, it? yeah well it was challenging actually at the first when we first started um i had a month working from home yeah um and i work my desk was in my bedroom because i lived in a share house and stuff and yeah so i'd spend like probably sounds really bad but like 20 hours a day in the one room because i sleep work yeah like i'd try and get out for the day and stuff but sure. then you know not too long because yeah. everyone's at work so sure be out for a few hours a day and then and 20 hours a day in the one room you go a bit stir crazy that's so yeah right that's that like lasted. solitary confinement almost <laughs> isn't it that's intense yeah yeah oh, i was it was all right like um it was funny when I, I remember like one of my first few days or something i I quit my job first and then I told Frankie I was quitting and then he was like, I'm doing it as well. Yeah. And I was really surprised that he did. Very thankful now seeing where we've gotten to, but yeah, um, cool. it was pretty brave of him to kind of take the leap with me to yeah. do it. Well, yeah. And what then, was the tipping point for you? What, what made you? 
Uh, my parents were like sick of me complaining about work, and they really? were like, they're just know, like, shut the. They were like, just work. Man of many was kind of growing um, at a rate where we were like, we could really make something out of this. And mm. Frank and I for probably. And this was how many years down the track? Three. Three. Yeah. So two, yeah. Frank and I for two years had been like, how cool would it be to do this as a full-time job? Okay, like, okay. So there, you know, yeah, yeah. the kernel like of the a, idea was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It would be like, away. it'd be awesome. Like, I don't think we, as you say, ignorance is bliss. I don't think we knew how much work and everything else was involved with it. Yeah. But we um, always spoke about how cool it would be. And then my parents were like, um, look, just do it. The, the biggest, yeah, everyone has these fears when they quit their job. Like, I'm going to be homeless, not going to be able to feed myself, not going to be able to do things. And um, my parents were, like, very supportive in the sense that they were like, look, you know, if worse comes to worse, you can go back to finance, you can get another job. Mm, mm. We're not going to let you go homeless. Mm. Um, and I never had to go to them for, like, uh, support in that sense, which I'm really mm. proud of, but just totally. knowing that oh, it's the mental safety, knowing yeah. that if totally. something did go horribly wrong, that I'd have, yeah, ha- have their support. I could move home if I needed to. Exactly that. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think they were the ones who pushed me over the edge and I'm very like thankful for that. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so I quit, quit the job. Um, yeah, I didn't really, I was like, okay, I've quit the job. I've got to get out there and like meet people. And so, I'd go out and like book all these meetings in with PR firms and people like who I kind of sort of knew when I was starting out and sure. then went around this, um, the city, like traveling around, meeting everyone. And then I got back and I was like, oh shit, I just spent like $400 in cabs. Like oh. I was like in one day yeah. and I was like, oh shit, I cannot afford to do this. Like yeah, we're not, the not making any money. <laughs> and then, yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of like, early learnings and I was like Frank's like how's your first day and I was like oh mate I spent like 400 bucks on, like, <laughs> on taxis getting around and I was like yeah I've got to be a bit careful yeah yeah um, true so a lot of like funny stuff like that um and then yeah we lived and worked together um for a year and that was pretty taxing because like Frank and I would literally well there's no off right that sounds yeah yeah exhausting like even yeah. if you're the best of mates like you know couples have arguments yeah. family have arguments if you're in like even if you're married you, you totally. get your respite at work but we yeah, were like yeah. sitting next to each other pretty much 24 7 and Jeez. so we'd like be sitting next to each other at work and then get home and he'd we'd watch like get home TV oh, you turn suit. around <laughs> yeah tv suit. oh no we had an office oh okay yeah. um we'd get home and then watch tv series and stuff with our other housemate but like yeah it was pretty full on like we got very comfortable in silence and stuff yeah of course yeah you have yeah. to be I think yeah but it's still like even now um, even now that we don't live together or whatever we still choose to hang out on the weekend so I think that's a sign of like our the strength of our friendship and oh stuff. hell yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah totally so it's good yeah that's class so the business was developing he took the plunge with you as well yep you get your first office yeah what your um what were the, sh- the milestones for you? Uh, moving into the first office was pretty cool. Mm. Um, that was a shared space with some other like graphic designers and things, and that that was really cool because that felt like it was a, a business. Like we had like an, a place for people to come and meet us, and we're like, oh, this yeah. is like. To me, it was just bizarre having your own space to do what you wanted. There was no boss. There was no one telling you mm. where you had to be, when and where. Yeah, yeah, um, of course. So that was really, really cool. 
Um, and then I think like there were a lot of little small wins along the way or like exciting things that happened, like getting invited on press trips overseas and things like that. Yeah, of course. To us, that was really exciting and, yeah. and really cool. Nothing to anyone, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do you want to go on holiday? Um, <laughs> yeah, so like I think um, milestones, hiring our first employee yeah of course how many guys how many um guys and girls have you got with you now there's seven wow um who like uh i'm saying officially on the books uh, in terms of like their uh full-time and then you have freelance writers and yeah then we have freelancers and things like that so there's um there's a few of those freelancers who are pretty much employed like the amount of work that they do for us oh really one guy jacob he's over in oregon yeah Um, oh in america yeah, yeah sick yeah, we've had a lot of like um, nature of us being online. <clears throat> we've had a lot of people who've helped us from overseas and stuff like that. That's so. wicked, I suppose. Yeah, that that's the new landscape, isn't it? Yeah, that someone can f- discover you from anywhere. Yeah, and, and contribute from anywhere. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, you got to be careful. I think like we've learnt as well. Um, you you get what you pay for. Sure, sure, definitely that. 100% applies. Interesting in example. Oh, uh, just like working with some like dodgy writers who will say like, you know, I'll do this writing for you for five bucks and... and lo and behold, yeah, it's, it's a five bucks piece of writing. piece of writing, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, we've made those mistakes before. Um, yeah, it's like all, like all a part lot of the like, learnings. Yeah, yeah, all part of the learnings and stuff. So yeah. um, hiring our first employee was a really big one. Um, just a lot of like, I guess... It's all the boring stuff of structuring the company and and um, setting up super and those like small little wins that yeah, make yeah. it feel like a proper business that to me, like I really take a lot of enjoyment out of. Totally, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's some really cool stuff like um, one of the freelance writers, so he installs cricket nets for a living oh, yeah. um, as his full-time job. Yeah. Um, and like he hadn't been overseas much before but like he's big into gaming and stuff and so um we hadn't actually met this guy but um he got invited by like need for speed to go over to sweden and drive like all the need for speed cars sick that's an awesome he was like yeah it was so cool and so um he kind of asked us like i got invited on this thing through the website like is it okay if i go and i was like yeah absolutely like yeah and he was so excited and so like i take a like a lot of enjoyment out of like he would have got a million more like i guess uh so much more enjoyment out of that than i or frankly ever would totally so like stuff like that's really cool and giving people connecting people with their passions right yeah yeah yeah. like getting people giving people those opportunities is really cool yeah um some of the people we've met has been been awesome um one of the most interesting is like felix baumgartner the guy who like threw himself from space with red bull epic Um, where um what nationality is he is he he's american austrian Austrian. okay fine but was he visiting sydney yeah he was visiting sydney and frankie interviewed him that's cool um but just like to think of meeting someone who's thrown themselves from space crazy like stuff like that's really cool yeah um so yeah, I've been really lucky. Um, yeah, big milestones. Uh, a lot of it's like little things around uh, goals of where we want to get like our traffic and stuff too and things mm, like that. Because mm, um, we had a conversation not uh, so, well, probably about half a year ago now. It's like, 
you guys are huge, right? You like you get more D- DAUs than a lot of big sites uh, that people would know of when they think of your space. But it's making that transition in advertisers' minds. Yeah, like, yeah, it's tricky. Like showing, um, look, this is the value that we actually add and stuff like that. So yeah. that the next big transition kind of thing. Yeah, so the biggest, we just hired like a sales guy who's like, um, has a background in advertising. So he's been amazing for us in terms of just like lifting our profile, that totally. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wouldn't say we're huge. Like we're still, still feels, even though it's been six years, it still feels early de- early days for us. Mm. Um, like a lot of the men's publishers in Australia are like, I would say tend to be like quite a long ways behind a lot of the female guys. Mm. Um, female publications, I should say. Interesting. Um, but a challenge for us is trying to lift our profile amongst a lot of the agencies. So the tricky thing, again, not to get too like technical, yeah, yeah. is that like a lot of the larger publishers tend to be part of like big media groups. So it'll be like your nines, your Bauer magazines. I your, see. Um, seven, seven West Media people like that and a lot of the agencies have these deals where they'll say like you know if you spend 10 million dollars with our media organisation yeah. we'll give you back 2 million bucks um, and like us as a small business yeah, we you're, not, not, you're not quite yeah, not, that. Yeah. not quite like competing with that so the challenge for us I guess um, in getting in with those agencies is like you know, obviously focusing on things like the quality of our content, mm. making mm. sure we're reaching the right sorts of people, mm. making sure they understand um, the value of what we offer um, and really kind of, I guess, delivering value back to the brands that we work with so that they want to continue to work with us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we're, we're not going to change that. That We're not going to have two million bucks that we can just give back to an agency for working with us. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. we've got to kind of make do with what we have. But I think, um, yeah, we've we've continued to grow and, and it's good that people um, seem to enjoy what we put out. So Good yeah. lad. Yeah. Nice. Well, come to the business half of this interview then. So what is, uh, what's a technology being a yeah. technology lifestyle culture bug? What's something that you can't live without? What do you use every day? What's the most... Uh, or... I've got a few things. Yeah, yeah. I love this stuff because, like, the things that come across our desk um, is pretty cool. So I can take my pick of <laughs> the best, yeah, best stuff. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, there's a few things. So my phone, I've always been, like, a Samsung mm-hmm. guy. My phone's probably the biggest one. Yeah. But that's a pretty boring answer. Um, but within said, it, what's a, to drill into the phone, what's the most used app within your phone? Are you at top three? Uh, Feedly, which I read my news on. Oh. Uh, that's like curated, like you choose publications. Yeah, choose publications and you get a feed of all of the oh, stuff yeah. they're publishing. Okay. Um, WhatsApp for chatting to like, work-wise, yeah, WhatsApp for chatting to the team and stuff like that. Sure. Okay, so you didn't um, do Slack? Nah, we've, for some reason, just like WhatsApp is just easier. I much prefer WhatsApp. Yeah. 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 Slack, like, Slack's good, but. We never like not you kinda gotta force people to use it, I think. And yeah, not, no I'm not a fan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh WhatsApp, what else would be top? Yeah, Instagram probably. Instagram. As sad yeah. as that is to say. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, big part of your business, over hundred yeah, yeah, K yeah. followers, yeah. Yeah. So that that'd be the top three. Things I can't live without. Um technical what do you want like tech products? Or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that my MX Master Mouse oh. is probably one. Uh, a ma- like a 
Physical mouse for yeah, your yeah, computer. Yeah, for computer. It's Made by Amex. No, Logitech. Logitech. Oh, Logitech. It's called, oh, fine. It's called MX oh, fine. Master Mouse. What's so good about this mouse it's then? It's just like the bee's knees of mouse. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's got two clickers. It's very comfortable. It's got a scrolly really wheel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Two modes on the scrolly two wheel. Two modes. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> uh, I used to have this really like, I've gotten rid of it now. Yeah. Um, Frank will love me for it. This really click clacky mechanical keyboard from Logitech as well. <laughs> but it had these like um, buttons down the side of it that could like pre-type emails. And so pre-type like, emails. So you could set these macros up and like. Oh, um, right. So like you'd have keyboard shortcuts. On yeah, your yeah, phone yeah, or yeah, yeah. You'd yeah, type yeah. in like DW and it'd be like, don't worry. Thanks very much for getting back to us. Blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Similar to that. But it was just like these custom buttons down the side and so like it, the keyboard changed color and it was really cool <laughs> nice like i'd send a lot of the same type of emails like thanks for submitting your products to sure, the site sure, sure, but it's not sure. a good fit or whatever fine 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 and so i'd like just press the one button save that rsi baby. yeah yeah it's really right. good <laughs> and then when you are hammering an email out people know about it it sounds yeah, like a machine yeah, yeah. gun going off like <laughs> these big old keys yeah frankie didn't like that so i've got a different keyboard now um <laughs> Other tech stuff, like my Kindle. Oh, okay, um, big reader. Oh, it's something I really want to get into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just um, nice to know you've got the Kindle nice, when you're ready yeah, to get yeah, into yeah. it. Got you're building up, you've got your huge online library. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gathering digital dust. Uh, my headphones. Are you a Bose guy? You're a yeah, noise yeah. canceller? Yeah. I just got the new ones this week, actually. Decent? Yeah, yeah they're cool. There's a few little quirks about them. Like, sure. um they they don't sync with my PC properly, so it stutters the sound. But that's it's not shit. it's not just <laughs> that's yeah. That's not a quirk. That's like yeah, yeah a no. Huge but it's not just both. It's all. I think it could be my computer that's the problem, not oh, the okay. Not the headphones. You've got another roll of the dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they're really cool. They're they're very like much more stylish than the older ones, but they feel a bit more heavy on the head. Interesting. Yeah, because I need to get some. I I wear headphones all day every day, and I just wear the crappy Apple headphones. It's so silly. I need to because I do sound design or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. With videos it's yeah. so stupid but uh, yeah the bows I'd, I'd get the 35s because they're like 300 bucks cheaper yeah they're just as good sound yeah quality like you wouldn't be able to notice the difference i think the other ones are technically like a little bit better but sure sure um 35s qc 35 qc 35s heard it first heard it um, first yeah they're really good for travel um i like it yeah, that's pretty much it from text stuff. Like, yeah. I'm sure there's other things I'm not. I'm sure there of, is, mate. Don't worry, I won't press you. I put you on the spot, and you've come up with three very good answers there. So no worries. <laughs> so we're gonna wrap up, Scotty boy. We yep. have um, a couple of questions just in general. So, what is a what's a typical day in the life? So you wake up, you're in bed, you're checking your emails, you're madman. Yep. <laughs> then you get the bus in, or your F45. What's what's yeah, yeah. On wake there? up. Uh, Usually F forty five for those who don't know is just like a forty five minute gym session. Yeah, yeah, group there. gym group gym session. There so you go. Other providers are available. Um, yeah, get up, shower, um, pack my gym bag out the door. Yeah. Uh, get the bus into the gym. You an early bird? What what time is this? Six a.m. I'm not an, a morning person, so I wake up at six. And You're then, not an early. <laughs> no, well, like. But I'll explain why. Okay. I wake up at six and then I'm out the door by like 6.45. So it takes me like 45 minutes to like get ready. Sure. So my alarm goes off at six, but I usually don't get out of bed until like 6.20 or like, you know. Fine, fine, fine. I'll be fine. sitting on my phone tinkering and stuff. I've got while. no time for that. <laughs> I've got no time for that. My girlfriend's the same. I'm like, I set an alarm and then I'm out the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's what you're meant to do. Totally. And she sets an alarm 
an hour before she needs to be out of the bed. And by nature of my, the way I operate, I'm awake then. I'm like, fucking yeah. great. Here we go. Here yeah. we go. The day has started <laughs> an hour and a half before I needed it to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so do, yeah, run through it quickly. Do the workout. Um, I've got a pretty good routine now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Since starting the gym stuff. Um, get into work. Make my uh, Vegemite on toast. Oh, wow. The protein diet of shake. champions. <laughs> protein is. shake. Oh, now. my God. What a horrible combination. A protein shake and a Vegemite sa- like a sandwich. Toast. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Oh, what flavor protein? Vanilla. Vanilla. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, have a shower. Yeah. Usually, like, while I'm having brekkie, answer a few emails and stuff. Sure, sure, sure. Um, a lot of the, the time... Office, rest of the team in the office in by this point? Or are you... I'm the kind of guy that's turning the lights on, you know, just checking No, the there's a few. We share the office with a few other businesses, so they, Fine. if you get in a little bit earlier than me. Sure, sure, sure. I'm usually the first one in from Man of Many. Yeah. Um, followed by Frankie and then others kind of the meander of the in. Yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, most of the time spent behind the desk, so we'll have like, like try and have like a few internal meetings and stuff. Yeah. Um, Frankie and I have like a Monday morning meeting together Nice. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's really good. Set things up for the week. Yeah. Um, depends on the day. We might have like a product launch during the day or something like that. Um, or at night, often they'll have like a, uh, like sometimes like an alcohol launch or Some like sort of a, an thing, event. Yeah. yeah. A PR yeah. thing or a dinner or things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it keeps so yeah. you pretty damn busy then. Yeah. 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 But like a lot of the time, I love days where I've got nothing on. I can just like sit behind the desk and smash out work and things yeah. like that. They're my favorite days is weird that sounds like yeah 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 we okay. get we get invited um to a lot of events that we like kind of got to assess usually they want something in return so we've got to assess whether is it worth it is it is aligned it with your goals blah 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 yeah yeah like yeah. Is, uh, is any of our readers gonna give is us it? stuff that exactly. we went and yeah tried this whiskey would they be interested in it so yeah fair. Um, yeah quick side note bugbear of mine i want to know your opinion the you know the nine to five kind of job where yeah. you're just paid there to be there for a time like what's your opinion on have a quality level threshold and then if you do it in an hour sweet if you do it in four hours no yeah. worries like how do you treat your staff are they are they there nine to five or are they what what's the crack have Most... they got like tasks that they have to do because i suppose writers that's like you've got this piece of work yeah i want it by friday or whatever it's a bit of a mix. So um, most of them are in nine to five, which sure. is fine. Um, and they choose that or do you stip- stipulate that or what? A uh, bit of both. Like, So, yeah, it's a bit of a mix in the sense that Frankie and I mm. are very, very flexible. Because um, we run the business, we want to set it up the way that we want to enjoy it. So yeah, yeah, like, yeah. if someone wants to go to lunch with their family for like their um grandpa's birthday whatever it is we're like happy for them to do that they don't have to be in the office like sure sure sure. i couldn't have done that when i was at westpac um yeah so true if someone wants to take two days off to go on a holiday or something like that so you're accommodating yeah very accommodating but um the nature of like media and wanting to get stories out quickly and stuff it's time yeah 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 so i try and make sure everyone's in there by nine because otherwise everyone gets in a bit later and then things don't get done till the afternoon and you've missed yeah you may have missed some big story or big opportunity or whatever yeah so, yeah yeah news yeah. never sleeps very true yeah news yeah a content business <laughs> never ends that's the thing if you're thinking of starting a a um 
content site. Yeah, yeah, to then kick back your You feet. always yeah, have yeah. to produce content. So Very good point. Yeah. A very good point. Yeah. Okay, cool. So that's the day in the life of. So what is your um, general life philosophy? What keeps, what keeps it ticking? Um, philosophy, I mm. would say, I don't always stick to this, yeah. but something I've learnt is um, always prepare well. If you can, yeah, um, show up and wait and see what happens. Nice. So, um, I think I had a tendency, definitely growing up, to like fret about stuff and like and catastrophize and worry about As we the outcome do. of things. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So, a good way of dealing with that, or the best way of dealing with that, is prepare well and then turn up and wait and see what happens. Yeah. Like that's all you can do. So. Nice. I think in life, like, um, there's been a, like, everyone still gets nervous for everything, but, mm. um, if you want, want to have good outcomes and things like, I think you've got to, got to do the work beforehand, you know, got to put in effort and agreed. It's yeah. a science, right? Isn't it? And I'm sure you saw that from the sportsmen and all of that growing up. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Working, definitely. Come game day or whatever. That's what um, I took away from sport anyway. Yeah. But also, yeah. On the other side of things, like trying not to be too hard on yourself, which I mm. think definitely guilty of yeah 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 yeah. totally totally i suppose when the business isn't going your way one week or whatever you're having a hard month for you you can't help but look internally when yeah 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 but it's good having frankie and stuff there to turn to and like totally bounce things off so yeah it's good yeah sick all right cool right we'll finally wrap it with um 10 famous questions from inside the actor's studio hosted by james lipton so you're you're familiar with this you heard these I have not heard the questions, but okay. I will do my best to answer them. Give them a red hot crack. They're nice and simple, mate. What is your favourite word? Number one. Might not do this in correct order. Oh, that's a tough one. Favourite word? Mm. I don't know if it's my favourite. Apparently, I say yeah a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this yeah, podcast, nah, nah. yeah, 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 nah. podcast, everyone's been going, listening to me, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a good, it's a positive yeah. word to say a lot. An ex, ex-girlfriend told me that. Oh, really? Yeah. Rather that than nah, nah. <laughs> What's your least favourite word? Um, oh, that's a really tr- tricky one. Um, oh, that's a, probably like something that's um, crass. Like a... A like curse a, word? Because that's the next question. Yeah. What's your favourite curse word? Oh, fuck. But... <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I swear a lot in the office. Frank tells me that I... I should stop swearing as oh, much. Oh, really? Yeah. I think more like a, a like a racist insult. You know, when you hear like a word that you're like, oh, you shouldn't say that word. That's really that's horrible. That's my least favorite. Yeah. But yeah, I swear a lot. And that's So fuck is your favorite curse word? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like it. Good. Probably, probably mine as well. Oh, fucking, Good power. Yeah. This is fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I swear I a lot. It's a way I vent my frustrations. I yeah, feel you. Sure. I feel you. Was that learned at, at the banking world or not? Um, not trader, so not that much. No, I read an this article fucking that said spreadsheet. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, intelligent people swear more. So. Oh yeah, that's sure. That's it. Draw a line under it. <laughs> Correlation is causation. Maybe. That's <laughs> no. it. I swear a lot. Ergo, some fucking genius. <laughs> I've read it. Yeah, somewhere. What sound do you love? Sound. Mm. I like the rain. Yeah. It's raining today. Yeah. Um. Not great for the bike, but yeah, nice sound. I agree. Yeah, so and birds. You, and birds. Maybe. Particular bird? Uh, Cockatoo? No. Crookaburra? No, no. No. Just in general. Yeah. Tweety. 
What sound do you hate? Um, oh, I used to. Oh, I'm a bit better with it now, but like sand when walking on concrete. Sand on concrete. So like, um, okay. I like suppose that's kind of like for a beach boy. That's d- quite a nails down a chalkboard sometimes for me. I'm a bit, bit better at it now. And that's like on your feet. You've gone to Bondi Beach. You're popping up to bucket list. You're yeah, on the yeah, promenade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've kind of gotten over that one now. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of sound I hate. Um, uh, my alarm on the on my phone. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Do you switch it up to keep it, or have you got the same one? I usually wake up to the radio now. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, That's tr- a nicer way to do it. Triple J, yeah. The yeah. news, it's good. Good yeah. way to wake up. Fair, yeah. Um, what is? Uh, we've done your favorite curse word. So, what profession other than yours would you like to attempt? I used to want to be an architect. Oh, yeah? Oh, that fits um, in with your art skills, by the sound yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? I still want to get back into the art. Mate, do uh, it. Stuff. For sure. I would love to see a, yeah. a, a, um, a portrait drawn yeah. by you. you Maybe were, I, can try, I can draw, draw you. Draw me. Oh, that could be the artwork for the podcast. Yeah, there you yeah, go. True. Is it, is it your HB pencil man, or is that a heinous crime? Like, you know, so many yeah, yeah, yeah. I use pencils, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. That's Different times. Good. Different times. I like it. I like it. All lead. All lead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, what profession would you not like to do? Um, you look at it and you're like, nah, ain't nobody got time for that. Oh, that's another tricky one. I've got like yeah, a lot of different interests. So like I think maybe like a lawyer. Yeah. If I had to like read documents all day. Yeah. Um, which I used to have to do in my old job. I didn't mind it. Um, sure. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, maybe not. That's a bad shit answer. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. We'll, we'll take that. Lawyer. Okay. You would not like to be a lawyer. Yeah. Um, uh, question that's not in this 10, but I'm interested. What would you say now, knowing what you do now, to your 18-year-old self? Would you have done anything differently? Would you Would you say any words of comfort or advice? Um, start earlier. Start <laughs> Probably. Early. Probably, yeah. I wish I quit my job three years earlier than I did mm. um, just because I absolutely love what I'm doing now. And awesome. Yeah, I think I've had a few friends who've done stuff similar, like my mate Angus who runs Flat Rock Wetsuits. Yeah, yeah. He, um, he said the same thing to me the other day. He's like, I remember you saying you just wish you did it earlier and he's like, I'm the same. Like, I wish I did this three years ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wicked. That's yeah. cool. Well, I mean, at least it's a testament to what you're doing now you really enjoy, right? Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's sick. And then our final question, Scotty, to wrap up this fantastic interview if heaven exists, what would you like St. Peter, I was corrected by Danny last week, to uh, say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? <laughs> g'day. I don't know. G'day, mate. Yeah, g'day. G'day. Yeah. I never knew St. Peter was an Australian. Yeah. Unbelievable. I'm home. Is. I'm yeah. here. Who knows? Do you want a 4X or a VB, mate? Yeah. Oh, what did I hear? I don't want to end this on a bad note. And then, <laughs> like, oh, it was a tweet, and this guy goes, the devil, like, the devil, um, you arrive at hell. Oh, the devil says to you after you die, like, so how was hell or something? On that note, on yeah. that very happy note about the devil, uh, Scott, it's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Thank, Thank you. you for sparing the time and coming on the podcast. No worries. And pleasure. I'm very excited to see where Man of Many goes in the near future. Yeah, cool. So there we go, guys. That was Ep 5. Hope there was something in there that you could uh, take inspiration from. His work ethic, for one. That's uh, certainly a takeaway for me. 
and thank you very much for listening check out Mad of Many for all things cool and rate and subscribe and recommend to a friend if you enjoyed I'll catch you next week